Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In the midst of the uh, the playoff action yesterday, we did get news the Browns have a new offensive coordinator. It is former uh, Miami quarterback, former Browns quarterback. Although I think we need to establish a new benchmark for former Browns quarterback. Just because you actually played for the Browns doesn't mean you're truly, like in the spirit of it. We got to have like a cutoff, right? There were so many quarterbacks since 1999. I only really want to claim like the top 25% of former Browns quarterbacks as, and then the other ones, they just happen to play for the Browns once. That, that's kind of where Ken Dorsey is, but I digress. I think it's interesting to hear the reaction to, and I thought the morning show did a good job of covering what has been a negative reaction to Ken Dorsey being named the offensive coordinator. And a lot of it centered around, he got fired midseason by Buffalo this year. Buffalo then went six and one without him and uh, proceeded to go all the way to the second round of the playoffs where they met the buzzsaw uh, as they kind of habitually do against the Chiefs. And I think, if and I'm not trying to do I was right radio because it is the worst kind of radio, but I was right um, in that, or rather Ken Dorsey's hiring does prove at least one thought I had last week about the offensive coordinator position. And... I'd been trying to warn everybody, there's not one name that was going to unite everyone, right? Last year, I know we had some Sean Desai people out there. We had some people kind of on the fringes talking about other candidates, but most of us looked at Jim Schwartz and said, yes, of course, he can be the defensive head coach. That's what Kevin, that'll make Kevin Stefanski a better head coach. And by and large, that did happen. And so even though there were like six names in the defensive coordinator search, I really like Gerard Mayo, who since kind of got a guarantee to replace Belichick a year later, he replaces Belichick. Uh, Brian Flores had a great year in Minnesota. That was another name out there. But but Jim Schwartz was the guy by the end of the process that was like, oh, yeah, no duh. That's a great hire. There really wasn't that guy for the Browns offensive coordinator search. Like, I thought it was funny, after Philly hired Kellen Moore, all of a sudden, more Browns fans wanted Kellen Moore. Like, there's that that hindsight thing of, oh, how could we let Philly get him? The situation in Philly is a little different. It's probably a guarantee as part of the, the move from the Chargers to Philly, whether they say it or not, that Kellen Moore is going to be calling the plays there. He's also familiar with the division. He's familiar with Nick Sirianni, having been in Dallas for you know most of his career as a player and as a play caller, that kind of made sense. The problem is Kellen Moore here, even if even if whoever ended up being the OC calls the plays, you're still going to have a head coach with a heavy hand in the creation of the offense and the deployment of the offense. So I didn't even think Kellen Moore was some sort of slam dunk. I mean, he, he got run out of Dallas, and that is what happened. He got run out of Dallas. It was a mutual parting of ways in which the Cowboys no longer wanted him to be their offensive play caller, and he said, oh, I don't like that, so now I should leave. That's that's how mutual that was. One side didn't want the relationship to continue, and he simply agreed he had no choice in the matter. But there's nothing that happened with the Chargers last year that would 
would lead you to believe the Browns missed out. And then you look at Gerard Johnson. Yeah, hypothetically, I like a young mind like that, a, a kid who has a chance to be a, a, a future head coach. Uh, he also has no track record as an offensive coordinator in any way. The, the, this this job, the, the quarterback's coach, is the highest level that he has kind of attained so far. So there's a bigger risk than a guy that's actually used to game planning. So, yeah, Gerard Johnson, that would have been an interesting hire. Brian Johnson, who just got fired in Philly, would have been an interesting hire. He probably would have been the guy I'd be more comfortable with than Ken Dorsey. There was no guy that was risk-free. And so then you have to go to the next level. All right, so there was not one clear guy. And honestly, I think it's the biggest challenge of this coaching cycle is like, yeah, like Pittsburgh with uh, Arthur Smith, They just the, the former Falcons coach. Okay, yeah, Arthur Smith had a great run with uh, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. And then he went to Atlanta where he was the offensive head coach and the offense was consistently not good enough despite having Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson and a pretty damn good offensive line out there on the field. It was the offense that failed him in Atlanta, not the defense, surprisingly enough. So, like, yeah, I think Arthur Smith would, yeah, that might actually, okay, man, maybe that's a good hire for, if if that ends up being the hire for Pittsburgh. But I don't know it's, it's fait accompli that he's going to fix Kenny Pickett or fix Mason Rudolph and they'll be in the AFC title game next year. There's no slam dunk, no-brainer hire, whether it was the Browns or anybody else. They're all fighting over guys that were kind of a mixed bag. But I do think, like, here's the thing that I think people missed about Ken Dorsey. And I have my, you know, we'll get into the play calling thing. We'll get into a lot of stuff. And I do, I'm, I am just curious what your guys' reaction is, whether you think this is a good hire by the Browns. Because I think I see why it makes sense for the Browns and why it makes sense for, for Deshaun Watson. And that was always going to have to be whomever they hired. It had to make sense for both of those parties. It doesn't matter that that some Browns fans have a mixed feeling about Deshaun, or you know there are some Browns fans that are fatalistic that Deshaun will never be the right guy, that or that Deshaun doesn't fit this thing, or that Deshaun has been ruined because of everything else, or that now Deshaun can't stay healthy. There's a myriad of reasons to doubt Deshaun, and most of them are fair at this point. But like. The bigger thing here is, if you had just hired somebody that Kevin liked that didn't make sense for Deshaun, it would have been a disastrous decision. There is no undoing the $230 million decision you made two years ago. And certainly, there's no reason to try and undo it two years in. Next year, we'll see. Context matters. How things go this year, how well they go, him staying healthy, these things matter. Whether it's year four, like, some of that's winning, some of that's performance, some of that's health. But like today, you always had to make a decision that made sense for both parties. And from the Brown side of things, yes, Ken Dorsey did get fired in the middle of this last year. There's a healthy amount of evidence to suggest that he was scapegoated, right? Where Sean McDermott was, they were a 500 team at the time. They were going into a Kansas City game where if they had lost that Kansas City game, and, and revisionist history actually backs us up, that if you had gone into that uh, Chiefs game and if Kadarius Tony just doesn't line up offsides, the Bills are not in the playoffs this year. So 
that was a kind of turning point in the Bills' season of firing Ken Dorsey. They were also still the number one offense in the NFL in several key categories. And the year previously, they had one of the best offenses in the NFL, and Josh Allen had arguably his best season as a professional quarterback. Not with Brian Dable, but with Ken Dorsey. So from the Browns' standpoint, you just focus on two years ago instead of this year and say, well, all right, maybe the guy just got scapegoated. And this is the work he did with one of the preeminent, the best quarterbacks in the NFL and Josh Allen, who had this year the turnovers were a problem early in the season, but two years ago, we're talking MVP with Josh Allen. So that's why it makes sense from the Browns. And then you start looking at the other quarterbacks he worked with as a quarterback's coach. He's got play calling experience. He's got experience in a couple different styles, both from what they ran in Kansas City or what they ran in Carolina when he was there and what they ran in Buffalo the last couple of years. So, all right, he's got experience in different schemes. He's got experience as a player. Here's why it works for Deshaun. Who is one of Deshaun's mentors? Who is one of Deshaun's best friends in football? It's Cam Newton. And you needed to give Deshaun somebody that he could feel like was a him guy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And so when you've got a guy in Ken Dorsey who Deshaun can call up, Cam Newton, and go, hey, can I trust this guy? And if you've ever heard Cam Newton talk about Ken Dorsey, his, his approval was sky high from when he was his quarterback's coach. He hated to lose him, and there were some machinations, some staff turnover when North Turner took over. That's kind of why uh, Ken went to to Buffalo with Brian Dable, and there's the connection with Sean McDermott and all that stuff. Like, by and large, you've got a hire that is good from the Brown standpoint because you've got a guy that is proven. Even if he got fired this last year, guys, good offensive coordinators do get fired in the NFL. They're, they're, it's not just as simple as, are you good at your job or are you not good at your job? Politics factors into these things more than anything. And Ken Dorsey's numbers, his offensive numbers, as a play caller and as an offensive coordinator, were more so than anything Kellen Moore had really done in the NFL. So you add that to the fact, and then from the, the Deshaun side of things, you have somebody you can trust. You have somebody that you have a relationship with a third party that can fill you in and that you can build trust in. And that's the toughest. That's the, the the longest thing that you need to bridge now if you're the Browns are you need to find ways that the trust can grow to where you can have the kind of honesty with Deshaun and the Browns that you need to win. 
because I didn't get a sense there was a lot of trust. And I'm not, this is not a criticism, by the way. It's a forced marriage. It's an arranged marriage between Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson. There were bound to be some rough edges there. We didn't know they were this rough. We also didn't know the guy couldn't slide and was going to put himself into harm's danger or harm's way four times a game with with some of his uh, lack of business decisions when he makes going headfirst into oncoming traffic to, uh, on offense. But you needed somebody that fit both things. I don't know. If Kellen Moore did. I don't know if Kellen Moore and Deshaun have a natural rapport. I don't know if Gerard Johnson in the Browns or Gerard Johnson and Deshaun have some sort of overlap, some sort of relationship there. So do I love the Ken Dorsey hire? Eh, kind of ambivalent to it. I'm getting kind of like, eh. I think there's some good things there. There's some questions that I have. But the number one thing that needed to be answered was, does this make sense for Deshaun and does it make sense from any angle from the Browns? And at least up front, it does seem to fit both of those qualifications. So things like play calling matter, but it's secondary to those first parts of the relationship. Selling Ken Dorsey internally to the organization and selling Ken Dorsey to Deshaun Watson. Things like, well, okay, what scheme are you going to use? Yep, that probably was part of the conversation, but you've already cleared the most important hurdle. He can have buy-in in the organization, he can have buy-in in the locker room, and he can have buy-in with Deshaun. I don't know what more you're going to want from that, considering the other guys had just as many questions as Ken Dorsey. It's fair to wonder whether it's going to work out. Guys, I was going to be worrying that with Gerard Johnson, first-time OC. I was going to be worrying about that with Brian Johnson, who just got fired in Philadelphia, similar story to Ken Dorsey. I was going to be worried about that no matter who they hired as the offensive coordinator because a lot of my doubt isn't about the coordinator. It's about can they figure it out with Deshaun. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.